by now you no doubt have heard about the draft uh, argument that has been leaked by the Supreme Court in regards to Dobbs, uh, the the case before the court that threatens Roe v. Wade. And there are no doubt and no shortage of opinions flying around. However, this is a podcast about faith and life and the challenging intersection of trying to survive and live and thrive in this world now. So it feels like it is unavoidable. So this week, we're talking about abortion. Hi, I'm Drew Downs, and this is Make Saints. emotions. And as I sat down to try and figure out how to respond to this, it occurred to me that it, that making an episode right now, uh, if I sat down to script it out the way I normally do, the whole thing would be three hours. I just can't whittle it down any more than that. It just was not going to work. I have too, just there's just too much here. What I'm going to do instead for today is I just want to offer uh, a short um, comment that I uh, wrote up last fall. It's for the uh, the Texas law that had been passed last late last summer, beginning early fall. So this was September-ish. Um, that uh, not only severely restricted. Uh, the access to abortion, but it also uh, allowed for the deputizing of neighbors to take action against other neighbors. Uh, just the just an insane, insane law that I cannot comprehend uh, how the court, uh, the Supreme Court, did not find uh, that alone unconstitutional. Um, this is not the same. The, the law that it, the uh, argument that is coming that has come before the court is a different one. It's Dobbs. Um, but the the gist, uh, the gist remains. I'm going to I'm going to offer this one to us um, today and uh, and just let it do the the talking for me today. As a person of faith, I'm taught that God is love. As a priest in the Episcopal Church, I am taught that God is love and that it is my obligation to participate in that love to ensure that others are blessed by that love. That conviction, that command, comes from a tradition that has always taught us to love our neighbor to love our neighbor 
as if they were us. In other words, make your neighbor's life as important as your own. This understanding goes all the way back. Love the person in front of you. They are important. In recent years, some Christians have tried to change that understanding. They want to protect the unborn without regard to the neighbor in front of them. In the scope of history, this is brand new. For evangelicals, this became an issue in the 1980s. For Catholics, it was a century before that. But for all of Christian history, caring for the born has been the standard. This all is new, and it is a distortion of tradition. For many, they see this as an attempt to love. But in light of tradition, it is also a failure to love the neighbor in front of them. In my tradition, when we affirm our faith in baptism, we make several promises. Our last one is that we will, quote, strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being. The dignity of every human being. Every attempt to diminish abortion by law over the last decades has threatened the dignity of human beings. I'm sure a few of these indignities come to mind. But this is precisely why they are immoral, because the mechanism they use to protect the unborn is to directly cause harm to the living and to specifically target their dignity. The Texas law deputizing neighbors to hunt their neighbors? There is no love there. The Episcopal Church has long committed to respecting the dignity of every human being, which means we strive to honor the many circumstances and experiences of all people, precisely because each and every neighbor is to be loved and is the source of love themselves. Last week, I spoke about freedom, which is timely. This week, I was going to speak about equality, which is also timely. Uh, you'll just have to wait another week for that one. I wanted to offer this now, this thing that is uh, present, and wanted to give us uh, the chance to 
reflect on this in a deeper way. I know the arguments. I've had them for 30 years. I understand the different sides. I understand the complexity. In fact, the complexity is the part of this that drives me. The understanding that uh, this issue is so rich with complexity is essential. It cannot be reduced in the ways that the talking points make it into. I please join me in taking a, a, a longer look and deeper reflection on all that goes into it. Please visit drewdowns.net for new articles, sign up for the newsletter, and if you haven't yet, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player. And don't forget the five-star review. There's so much there, and there are so there's so much more to come. I am so glad you're here and to be with you during this time. Be well, and we'll be back next week.